When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. with another episode, the 400th of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford, come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great folks at Lakerholics.com, plus the awesome folks at the Hoopheads Podcast Network at Hoopheadspod.com. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, 400 episodes in, we want to thank so much everybody that's watching and listening. The Lakers coming into Christmas Day, and we wish you and everyone out there, all your family, all your loved ones, a safe and Merry Christmas as well. Coming into the newly named Crypto.com Arena. You better get used to it because that's what it is, everyone out there. You want to call it the Crypt? You want to call it whatever you want to as far as crypto goes? You know, as far as anything you want to associate with it, that's fine. 16 and 17. Could their fortunes change? Well, unfortunately... With some porous defensive efforts at times that put them down at the half and also put them down by as many as 23 points during the course of the game. But a furious charge after a brief third quarter lead had them down to really uh, look like it was really desperate times where they were down by as much as 23 points in late third quarter, early fourth quarter action. But the Lakers, buoyed on by a tremendous charge, came roaring back and tied the game with just a couple minutes left, and it looked like the Lakers were going to have that Christmas momentum that Santa was going to give all Lakers fans a great present indeed, but unfortunately, some coal was put in our stocking (laughs) by none other than James Harden and Patty Mills as they continued all game long to destroy and pick apart whatever the Lakers defense there was. And the Lakers, unfortunately, did not execute down the stretch with several missed layups, missed dunks all over the game, but really at the wrong time as well with Russell Westbrook missing a couple layups, some other missed shots as well, right at the rim, THT among others, and including LeBron James, unfortunately. And the Lakers fall on Christmas Day to the Brooklyn Nets, 122 to 115, spoiling our 400th episode as well. But here today to talk about the game, 
the tremendous performance by James Harden, by Patty Mills, but also by LeBron James, who scored 39 points on Christmas Day, nine rebounds, seven assists. Our two great guests, indeed. They are the, the cog that keeps on turning the wheel at Lakerholics.com. First up, it is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. Merry Christmas to you, my friend. I know Jamie Sweet's there with his daughter, so there you go right there, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. But Merry Christmas to you, my friend, nonetheless. And when they needed to go ahead and execute the most, we've seen it all season long. They just couldn't get it done. You know, this was one of the weirdest games of the year for me. It's Christmas, so, you know, it's you're trying to fit the blog in. You're trying to fit the podcast into the everything that's happening on Christmas. And so I'm struggling to catch up, and I'm running behind on the game, you know, and I'm trying to get it, everything set up and I'm into the game and then I go through the stretch of the third quarter and it's horrible. We're down 20 points. Actually it was early in the fourth quarter. We're down 20 points. Don't forget the 23 part. Well, I know we were down 23, but we got it down to 20 and we're in the fourth quarter already. And I'm 15 minutes behind and I know that I'm not going to have enough time really to, you know, to watch the whole game before the podcast. So I fast forward to a tie. Okay. Which is unbelievable, man. And then, oh, I couldn't believe it. I, I stopped right there and it was big decision was, well, wait a minute now. Maybe I just skip the podcast and, you know, go back and watch that 20 minutes, which is like a 20 to nothing run. So anyway, it kind of changed the whole temper of, of what I was going to say about the game because... It's just, again, one of these crazy games. I mean, Patty Mills was a guy that I've been trying to get on the Lakers for I don't know how many years. Uh, boy, that guy is so good. Harden, he could be drunk and coming out of a hospital and, and he'll still score 20, 40 points on you. You know, it was a, an amazing game. You know, and, and actually I watched an awful lot of basketball during the day. Considering that we're in the middle of a pandemic, it was it was a good afternoon of basketball. I went to Lakers at one, you know, and... Uh, but uh, at least they showed some heart in coming back. I don't even know how they came back. What what really happened? What was the real spark? Well, they had a commitment well, to defense. defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stanley right Johnson, they, they slotted Johnson onto Harden, and that really stymied Brooklyn for about 10 minutes. Because I know Brooklyn had scored for like the whole 20, the whole time I was gone. Also, they sat, although they took Patty Mills out too. That helped us. Yeah. He had been hot shooting all day, but when it comes to what really matters is that the Lakers came back as far as with a forceful defensive onslaught. They played hard, and when you play hard and you play with some initiative, you play with some force, they couldn't get it done earlier. They just were falling behind. They just could not get anything done on the defensive end until that period of time where they went on a 17-0 run, and that got them back into the game. So much so, they went ahead and they finally got a chance to tie it up but they couldn't execute down the stretch. I know that Sean Grice had emailed us had said, you know what? Harden was going for 50. Well, he didn't get 50, but Laker Tom, there were two new additions to the lineup that they signed mm-hmm. yesterday. Darren Collinson coming out of a two-year retirement where he went in retirement, was teasing going back, coming back right. out. The Lakers and, and, the, and Darren Collinson have been teasing each other coming in and out of the lineup for as far as coming out of retirement for quite some time now. You know, he also had Stanley Johnson that was also signed to a 10-day. He was brought out there as a wing to play some defense, and at times he looked pretty good on the defensive end. I know that uh, Jamie Sweet's back with his five things, which you need to catch off from LakerHolics.com today. And 
my friend. Great to have you back. Uh, knowing the party is going strong there. I know you get disconnected off and on, but great to have you here. Merry Christmas to you and the family. I know that it could, would have been a merrier Christmas had the Lakers actually been able to execute down the stretch. But your thoughts? I'm going to call it the O arena because it's over and we're old. Uh, and we couldn't dunk the ball. We couldn't make layups. A lot of shots left short uh, by our three-point shooters. Um, Stanley Johnson was nice to see. Darren Collison just looked like an old guy when he was in there. Um, I don't know what's going on with the team this year. I've come to a place of acceptance and that I accept that I don't understand what the strategy is. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm riding it out and hoping that better health means we have a better team going forward. But there's no guarantee that'll happen. So anyway, I am going to get back to the party. So I want to wish Laker Tom, Gerald, and everybody out there, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a happy new year if I don't see you before then. Uh, but I do have a small child here who's running amok, so it's going to make well, it kind of... I hope it's been a great Christmas for her. I want to wish you and the family the same, and thank you so much for joining us. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here at the Lakers Fast Break. Laker Tom, again, it comes down to it where we're going to have to talk seriously about the Lakers' poor execution, just a lot mm. of missed layups, a lot of missed, uh, you know, missed dunks, you know, just things there you're seeing. Obviously, Russell Westbrook is the is the finger pointing today. He, you know, after yeah, four, a great four after four for twenty is four for twenty is not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, four for twenty is not going to do it. You can give it. You can say the eleven assists and that's great, but I could also mm-hmm. point to mistakes like that. And this is something I've talked about all season, yeah. where he's just he just poor execution. Just go ahead and you're you're almost like we were expecting. Like there's been players throughout the Lakers history where you can expect a couple offensive fouls. Like like for instance, Dwight Howard. You you expect a couple bad moving picks every single game. When Julius Randle was on the team, you could expect an offensive foul every single game. Yep. With Russell Westbrook, it is now you can expect three or four or five or six bonehead plays during the course of the game. And that's something that takes away 10, 12, 18 points and can potentially give that amount to the other team. And that's just really disappointing that he does this on an every game basis. Well, I think the key word in that, excellent description you had there Gerald is every game you know I mean it's it's okay once in a while you know when LeBron gets creative that he's going to have a game every so often where you know the home run the home run swings every time don't work out and he has more turnovers than he has assists or and so forth and it can happen and Russ Russ plays at such a frantic panic pace that you know you you watch some of these moves where he does get a layup to go and especially with his left hand, the shot is so recklessly, you know, going up against the backboard and it's so hard and he's going so fast that it's very hard to control it. It's interesting to watch Van Gundy and, and Mark Jackson struggle to try to figure out what's going on with the team. Van Gundy's opinion that it's, this is really a talent issue. Of course, then the Lakers go on this terrific run right after he says that. But how do you really describe what's happening with the Lakers? Because there's obviously not a next man up mentality that you see that's working there. And and so the other part of it is that you're not seeing the people play who are probably going to be in there at the end of the year, even if we don't make a trade. 
and the pressure that's mounting in watching these reserves get blown out by guys on other teams that are outplaying them has got to put pressure on the Lakers to make a move, you know? And the simple truth of the reality is that they really don't have enough to make a major move without including Westbrook. And Russ is, you know, I know that there's people on the on Lakerholics who swear that we'll never be able to get anything for Russ, but that's not the truth. It's, it's like you watch Russ play and there's just, you can pick a dozen plays in the game where you'll point out, how can this guy help you win? And you can point out a dozen plays where he comes in there and does it. He's a big reason we had a 23-point deficit tonight. A big part of the reason. He was not playing good defense, and 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 he was not scoring and getting to the basket or, or really making the team work efficiently. And I'm a former point guard, and I've done a lot of youth coaching, and I don't, I don't mind turnovers. I don't mind turnovers when there's a purpose, but turnovers when there is no purpose, when it's just clumsiness or carelessness just drive me nuts because it, it shows a lack of respect for the value of having that basketball in your hands and taking care of it. And, you know, I, even when there's a, even when there's a 30 point game, like in the previous game, you could point out six to 10 times where he's doing just that. Yeah. So it comes down to this, I think in a sense, and I think this is where the Lakers are really even despite the great and mercurial things that Russ brings, the chaos that comes with it and the difficulty of the fact that you're adding a third non-shooting superstar to a team with two other non-good shooting superstars, it's, it's a little too much. You know, it puts you behind the eight ball and trying to put together lineups when you've got three guys that aren't good shooters and you need to surround them with shooters and you still want to play defense and you got a coach who's defensive minded. And so the net net of it is that I used to say that, you know, Hey, I don't think it's Russ, but in the end it has to be Russ. It's, it's Russ and it's his fit with the Lakers and it's the Lakers need for other things that Russ can't deliver that now. And it's, and it's also the fact that they need, you know, when you try to make a two, two team trade, it's sometimes hard to make the dollars work. So you get a third team involved and that makes it a lot easier. And when you're trying to move somebody like Westbrook and you're getting back pieces and there's a lot of salary involved, there is a big benefit to having a three or four team trade. And I think that's what the Lakers are going to be shooting for. I think they've reached the same state of frustration that I have as a Russell Westbrook fan, a UCLA alum, uh, and probably that even... I think if Jamie was here, he might even say the same thing from him. And he's a big Westbrook supporter. Well, you two are the ones. We know that you've from the beginning been against the trade, you know, and so credit you for that. I'm a gambler, you know, I'm, I'm, I never mind the big swing for the fences and so forth and the gamble. And I think this gamble didn't work, but I do think that there's an opportunities. Every time you go into a trade market, there are teams that need things and so forth. And if you can find the right trades and the right partner to make it with the, you can come out ahead and a trade can give you the weapons that you need for the next trade, even if it didn't work. So I'm hoping that's what's going to happen with Russell Westbrook. I do think that we're going to end up trading him. The other thing too is that's really frustrating to me is I know that the team 
believes in Kalen Horton Tucker. They refused to trade for Kyle Lowry last year simply because they wouldn't include him in the deal with, with the Raptors. And I see they pick him out as a guy that they really believe in his long-term two-way potential, but he hasn't proven he can shoot and he doesn't have the confidence to do it. He is a good free throw shooter. He's a low 80s free throw shooter. So there's some semblance that you can bank on that, but his defense hasn't shown me to be elite. And and the problem is, is that he's one of those guys that at 240 pounds, when you start to go in one direction, you can't stop when you're that big, you know? And I find him overreacting all the time. If, he, if a guy can juke him to the left and get him to the left, he's not quick enough to get back when the guy's going to the right. And so guys are leaving him behind all the time. That's sort of the problem with this team that, and you mentioned it, we were talking about it before off the line, that it's kind of like they put together a roster that isn't fit for the way the coach wants to run the team. Because it's like he's trying to, we're trying to take all of these round pegs and put them into square holes, and it's not working. And tonight, the one good thing you could see that I thought I saw was, man, LeBron at the five, when he rolls to the basket is a problem for every single team that's out there. Doesn't matter who it is. He's going to eat people up that way. He was terrific on the screen yeah. and roll. Absolutely oh, terrific. I and mean, they, yeah. Cutting. When so he was why, cutting. why don't you come down and run that until they could stop it? Exactly. I mean, it was beautiful to, to watch. Saturday and you find something that works when you're playing pickup ball, any smart grade school or high school point guard is going to say, Hey man, let's run that again. You know, take that ball. You go. You set that pick on that guy, and you roll, and and we just keep doing that, man, until they stop it. And they didn't. They didn't. You know, and it it's really frustrating. You know, I'm gonna have to go back and watch the 20 minutes to see. You know, when we were playing that great defense and so forth. I did see spents of it, uh, snips of great defense, and Stanley Johnson's. You know, he's a good athletic guy. He's probably six six, not six seven. Well, she was six eight or six nine, but he can't shoot. That's his problem. He's never shot over thirty percent. That's why the he is not in the league. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Until now. Well, you know, it is basketball, and the ball going through the hoop is that's what you get paid for. Yeah. Um, so it's you know, the Lakers. It's like we said, Gerald. We're going to have twenty of these games, maybe eighteen. We got two of them now out of the way, and uh, you know. Thank God the Lakers came back and, and really fought back at that. Because I was really embarrassed when I started fast forward that. I don't ever do that, you know. But I didn't want to leave you without I, I didn't know whether Jamie could make it. And I didn't want to leave you stuck having to do this solo a la Terminate. Uh, and that's uh, one thing I don't really want to do unless I have to. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts.
it is Christmas right now, so we want to wish yeah. everybody a Merry Christmas. But before we head on out, I do want to mention that the Lakers are now 16 and 18. They're in eighth place in the Western Conference currently as it stands before the Dallas game and Utah, which is going to go on actually here any second now. So I want to go ahead and mention that we truly appreciate everyone out there going ahead and joining us this Christmas. We've had a lot of people watching, and so we cannot thank you enough for doing so. want to mention that if you want to get a hold of Laker Tom at Laker Tom or please, the best place to go and contact him or share your thoughts or just vent on the Lakers' current situation is Lakerholics.com. For us here, it's at Lakers Fast Break or Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. I do want to go ahead and ask you one last quick question before we head on out, my friend, and that is if you could get LeBron James a Christmas present, what would that be? I have one in mind for him, but if you had a Christmas present for LBJ, what would that be? Christmas present for LeBron? Thinking of what LeBron wants, because obviously part of giving a gift is reading the mind of the recipient of the gift and giving them something that they really want. Not that you want them to have, but that they want to have. It's a very important distinction. So when I look at it from that standpoint and thinking of it in basketball terms, which I'm presuming you're asking me about, since I don't know personally what LeBron doesn't have that he's desperate to have. So thinking what he might want for the Lakers, my answer probably is Ben Simmons. My answer is a better GM. So there we go. I know that he probably doesn't want Dave Fisdale as his head coach. Yeah, that's uh, something. Well, you know, he's got a record now, you know, and it probably saved Frank Vogel's short-term job possibly. I mean, imagine if Frank had been the head coach for these four losses. Yep. Yep. But they, unfortunately he's out. Hopefully he'll come back soon. Cause the Lakers sure. Did they, cut, something. I, did they cut Isaiah? No, Isaiah was still on the roster 10 days. But they can only have three. Yeah. They had the, they had the two uh, other uh, Jamario Jones and Mason Jones. I believe they were uh, let go. In, oh, in they the were roster. let go. I believe they were. I don't see them on the roster uh, okay. for tonight's game. So again, the I, Lakers, I knew that they had more, they had more, uh, uh, hardship cases than they had before. Well, because uh, Avery Bradley and also Malik Monk came back from protocol. Right. So, yeah. yes, they had it today. Malik, make Malik played this. well. Yes. You and uh, Yeah, Malik played well. Malik Monk, uh, 20 points for him. He was just the only other shining light. Carmelo Anthony did 17 points, 11 rebounds, but a lot of shots and a lot of missed shots, especially yeah. right there near the rim. Also, as well, again, THT and Westbrook with both disappointing performances and just couldn't quite get it done. And, of course, when you got Darren Collison coming back after two years in retirement, you know, he gave you a donut, couldn't give you much there. Stanley Johnson, at times, he gave the the team spirited defense seven points. So we'll see what happens there. But it is the Lakers, unfortunately, falling to Brooklyn Nets, 122 to 115. We will be back very soon because we already have an episode tape, but I couldn't play it because we had to go ahead and make sure that this Christmas episode was the 400th episode we produced. So I want to go ahead and make sure and everybody let know that we've got Jamie Sweet coming back with Sean Grice coming back for an episode coming up, I believe, tomorrow as you're hearing this. But I will tell you what, I'm glad to have you along, my friend, for this Christmas. Glad to have Jamie stopping by for this Christmas want to thank everyone so much. The next Lakers game coming up will be on Tuesday. The Lakers will be at Houston. And Houston has given the Lakers a tough game earlier this season. Will the Lakers 
finally find the win column after going 0-5. We'll wait and see, but it is Tuesday, our next matchup. It's at 5 p.m. Pacific to let everybody know. So we'll be on after the game right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hopefully you'll join us. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Want to truly appreciate everyone out there taking the time out of their Christmas to going ahead and giving us a look-see and also a listen-see here this Christmas holiday season. So I want to thank everybody so much. And we will be back Tuesday for the postgame against Houston, plus also a special episode coming up very soon with Jamie and Sean with their thoughts on the Lakers. And that's coming up pretty soon. But we want to thank you again for watching and listening to us. Catch us at Lakerholics.com. And, of course, from all of us at the Laker Fast Break, Lakerholics.com, and the Hoop Heads Podcast Network, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And we'll see you definitely on Tuesday for the post game right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.